I'm good. How are you? Doing good, man. Looking forward to seeing you this Saturday. Cuckoo's Nest Comedy Club in the Old Western Village in Schofield. This show is so close to sellout, man. And we're, we're, Hell, I'd like to go, but I'm pretty sure the remaining tickets are going to disappear as soon as this interview hits the air, man. Well, here's what I'm going to do for you guys, because this kind of guy I am. If we sell out the show right away, I might even add another one. Badass. Maybe. So let's just see how it goes. I'm a worker, man. I'm a worker. So, Carlos. You know why? Go ahead, I'm sorry. uh, We're talking over each other. We sound like the vice presidential debate. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was horrible. You you know what's funny? I told my friends the other day, uh, and and I mean this, if you're going to travel anywhere in America or outside of America, don't do it until after the election. That way you you only have to explain one really crappy candidate. (laughs) It is so bad having to be in other countries and explain either of these two. It's, it's, I, I'm sitting there. I was in uh, I was in in Abu Dhabi, and uh, these guys are like, oh, "What about Hillary?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know. What about Trump?" And I'm just like, "You know what? I can't. I can't do this. I'm not going to sit there and be like, well, but you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I I don't know why the best of the best didn't uh, get in the game this time, but that's what we got, guys. So you know." Don't act like you guys were perfect. You guys had Saddam and all kinds of other crazy people, too. So, you know what? Don't look at me weird, bro. Don't look at me weird. Yeah, got a pot call of the kettle black on that one, man. Hell. Yeah, exactly, man. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's so interesting. And, and, I'm, and I'm looking around, and everybody's so negative, and everybody's so bummed out, and, you know, everybody's so sad, and everybody's so depressed, and... America's broken, and this is the most important, uh, you know, in the history of, of America, because if not, the world is going to break. And I'm just like, man, this cannot be this bad. This, this, this is not this bad. And so I'm just out there for, and for anybody to come, you know, to, to see that, you know what? It is not that bad. It's not what it is. And maybe it's because, you know what it is? I hang out with uh, immigrants a lot, uh, and some of them, a lot of them, you know, don't have papers, and my filter is their filter, so it seems like any time I hear, like, America complaining... It reminds me of when, of hearing Trump talk about how our airports are a third-world country. I'm like, bro, have you ever been to a third-world country? Our airports are oh, pretty dude. damn nice. Dude, our airports are amazing compared to... Well, let me put it to you this way. I was just, and this is no disrespect, I mean it, but I was watching footage of, like, Haiti and and Jamaica after the hurricane went through, and aside from the muddy water, it didn't look much different than when I went to Haiti not too long ago, and everything was perfect. (laughs) Whereas to, you know, when you land at airports in other countries, the air conditioning's not working, you know, the guy isn't even staring at your luggage when it goes through you're actually going dude you know i might have a gun in there or something and they're like hey don't worry no problem it's a whole different thing and you know i think that we you know what what it is we've been in america so long and we don't travel enough that we think this stuff is normal you know but it's not like you know we like electricity so many countries when you check in the hotels they'll say stuff like uh, by the way, uh, during 2 and 4 o'clock, sometimes the electricity just goes away. And you're like, well, what do you mean it goes away? It just goes away. You're like, well, where does it go? 
Nobody knows where it goes. It just goes and it comes back. Don't worry. And you're like, I, because in America, and you'll know this if you've ever had a power outage, you get a power outage and you don't even wait. You literally go, where's the phone? And of course, most of us have corded phones, cordless phones. So you got to find that one cordless or maybe hopefully, you know, the your cell phone is still working and you call the Department of Water or whatever it is. And by the time you call, which is literally minutes after, they already have a recording saying, if you're calling about the power outage, relax, we're taking care of it, don't worry about it. Like, they're on top of it before. They don't have a guy going, listen, the electricity <laughs> just went away for a couple of hours, it comes back, don't worry, okay, you know how this goes. No, it, we get it. It's like when you go to Europe and ask for ice. It's just frozen water, man. But over there, they're just like, oh, look, the American wants ice and the penguin. A, a penguin? Nobody asked for a penguin. Why be weird about this? I think that in America right now, we just need to laugh and we need to see it from a different perspective other than it's broken and it's the most incredible thing. And we have to all the weight on all this stuff. I, I just think... It's hysterical. Now, Carlos, uh, of course, you're coming to the great state of Wisconsin this Saturday. What's a Wisconsin experience that you look forward to having anytime you hit this state? Well, first of all, you got to do beer and cheese at some point. It's just part of the it's part of the lore. It it really is. But you know what it is? It's it's honestly that what was the movie? Uh, the the love. There was a love movie where a guy from Britain ended up in Wisconsin, and he went to a bar, and there were hot chicks there. Um, every every like love movie do. I watch is on Pornhub, so I, I don't know. It's a- <laughs> oh, there it is. Well, well what, what what I like to do is, well, this movie is like a Love Actually, I think oh, okay, is the name yeah. of the movie. And then there's this British guy that ends up over there, and he meets three hot chicks, and he like they all go to sleep together, and it's amazing. Well... I like to do the opposite of that. <laughs> I like to go to Wisconsin and meet that mediocre chick that might have been prom queen is just on the edge of that. Getting a little too fat to honestly be sexy. Oh, that's the one, my friend. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one because I'm like that old lion. I'm not going to chase you very far. But if you're wounded, ooh, I gotcha. <laughs> no, and I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna drag her anywhere or anything. I'm just gonna kind of bite her on the neck and be like, "Ah, oh, I could have eaten you," and then just walk away like I accomplished something. <laughs> you're coming to our neck of the woods with goals, is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but they're different goals, my friend. They're different goals. <laughs> no. Uh, now, Carlos, it, these, these last couple of years, man, you've been in you've been in like a rebuilding year. Um, you, you know, you, you've uh, you, you've you've dropped a ton of weight, dude. Holy crap! Congratulations on that. Um, having thanks, the discipline and everything. And you know, it, 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 you know, uh, let, let's you know, let's be real here. There's controversy and whatever, but you've shed a lot of that stuff along with those pounds. And I, I'll tell you what: a few uh, years ago, we had Paulie Shore come into Central Wisconsin. He was he completely rebuilt himself as well. He he was, you know, trying to get away from being the Encino man, the stoner guy. And he gave the most heartfelt, just real performance that I think that I, I never would have expected from Polly Shore. What is it about this area that has comedians 
come here for the, for those rebuilding years, man. What is it about this crowd? What is it about this area that 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 allows you to have these redemptive moments? You know what it is. It, it's a, it's a sense of honesty, um, because real people have real lives, and anybody with a real life, you know, has gotten a job, especially in places like the middle of Wisconsin, you know, where where they had a job working at, and I'm not going to name companies just because I don't want to, like, I don't want anybody to even go through the shock and trauma of it, but there are many, many companies that, you know, un- you know, uh, undersized after a while, and so there's somebody who had a job who they thought was going to be there forever, building such and such, and all of a sudden, that's gone, and all of a sudden, it's like, what am I going to do with my life? How am I going to continue this career? I was working at that at the machine shop doing this and making that part. And now that disappeared on me. And, and, you know, it's that transitional period. And then the subsequent, Ooh, I got another job. And this time I'm smarter about it. You know, I'm, I'm better at it. And that's kind of what we go through as standups, as artists, you know, you go through phases of success and with success, as you know, comes huge, huge amounts of, hate and, you know, reasoning on why you're doing well, but somebody that they really love or think is more talented than you is not. There's always an excuse. There's always, it's all that wrapped into one and being able to, to kind of accept what's coming through, but learn from it, not become angry, grow and be a better artist because now you have the ability to do what you said, have heartfelt moments. Whereas to back in the day, the week though, I mean, could you, could you really have a heartfelt moment? Could that persona, that character really have that moment? You know, the MTV weasel, I'm getting the girls. And I mean, no, it didn't have that kind of depth, but Paulie now does have that kind of depth. And the connective tissue is going to a place like, you know, in the middle of Wisconsin where people are authentic and they don't see they don't see the glamour and the glitz. They just see the essence of truth, and that you can't do in Hollywood, because you know in Hollywood they, they don't see life like that. You know over there it's like, man, you don't understand. Yes, I work at a gas station, but guess who bought a Snickers from me? You know, and then they name some producer or whatever. And I told him I got an idea, and he said, man. I was just like you one time, and look at me now. You keep pushing it. It's, I'm going to make it, man. I'm going to make it. And, and, you know, that that mentality is just, you can't really grow from that. So you you got to get out of that environment. And this is one of those great environments where, you know, if nothing else, to use a coined phrase, you know, people that are the salt of the earth. You got it, man. And I, I mean, look, a lot of our listeners, um, hey, let's face it, the recession happened here, too. We had a lot of people who had to recalibrate and rebuild and work and, and rediscover the beauty that comes with doing something that you love. And now they're doing what they love. You're doing what you love. And this path to redemption, this rebuilding, man, we're just glad that you're bringing it to central Wisconsin, man. We are so looking forward to seeing this show go down this Saturday, Cuckoo's Nest Comedy Club in Schofield. Carlos. An absolute pleasure, man. Pleasure is utterly mine, brother. It was great talking.